welcome to episode 116 of the Benches Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I'm Tyler Coe, representing the Los Angeles Dodgers, who went 7-1 since we last talked to you, and have the best record in all of baseball. <laughs> uh, I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants, who are a very bad baseball team and went three and five of you the last two series but a lot sadder things are happening in the baseball records but giants are really shitty don't forget yeah about they sure are and there definitely were a lot sadder things um as everyone already knows vince scully passed away at the age of 94 um yeah i mean it was super weird i was i'm watching the game in my garage in my workshop and I didn't have my headphones in at the time because I was watching on my Apple TV and I went inside, went in the kitchen and came back and just saw like the graphic of the, you know, the, his birth date and or birth year and the, and his 2022. And I was like, no. So it, it just like for, you know, for half a second, I was like, maybe I didn't see the right thing. Um, you know, and then I put, to put my headphones back in and they're talking about it and i just start crying and it's it's one of those things it's so weird like you know a quote-unquote celebrity like i've never cried when a celebrity has died but vin wasn't really a celebrity to me you know it's i don't want to say he was like my grandfather because you know <laughs> i don't know the guy but i mean he kind of was for a lot of us and that's a lot of grandfathers so yeah i mean i i think the big thing that really got me was and i feel like it got a lot of people is vin represented you know he was an incredible broadcaster you know represented the dodgers but to a lot of people he represented their own traditions like for me it brought up a lot of feelings of watching the games with my grandma i mean that's how i kind of got antiquated with baseball is when i was five years old watching games with my grandma in her apartment and listening to Vince Scully and like, you know, <clears throat> then I lost my grandpa not too long after that. So I never really had a grandfather growing up. So, I mean, you know, it was, he was a lot of different things to a lot of people. And I mean, he really did mean a lot to a lot of people and it's, it's sad and we all knew it was going to happen eventually, but man, it, it hurts. It still does. <laughs> I mean, it, it right. really does. And I think it's it's another thing too. Like I I understand the whole, you know, yeah, you never met him. It's a celebrity thing. But at the same time, that person's voice has been in your living room for since I can, I mean, even with me, I mean, growing up there was no MLB TV, so the only you know, giant games I yeah, was able right. to watch as a kid were national broadcasts and when they played the Dodgers. Right. So I think you know it's it's just it's really sad. And, and the thing is, is like when it, for me, when it happened, I saw, I said, I was sitting down with my wife and I was just like, Holy shit. You know, you seen through Twitter. And at first it's just shocking, you know, but then when you see like the clips of like, uh, when, when he retires and he starts talking about, I know that I needed you dude, more than you needed me. Dude, that then, like, you start just like, yeah, crying. And it's bawling. like, dude, that's in a way it's so dumb, but in, 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 a lot of other ways it really isn't but you so, know you know why it isn't dumb and you know why you were tearing up and why i was crying is because first of all it's not true he didn't need us more than we needed him but he right, tr right. he truly believed that i mean right. this is a guy that i challenge you to find any well-known public figure that someone has never spoken like an ill word about not I've even never well i've never like you, heard anyone say anything right. you know even neutral about vin scully it's always been no. he's the greatest guy when you meet him he exceeds your expectations right I, and you know it's so you just know that he's a great guy and he's so genuine and all those things he said he meant them yeah you and know? it's funny it's funny because like you know especially being a broadcaster in the times of of uh you know the stuff that he's gone through you think of the things that he's seen and that he who he uh went through in the booth i mean you have guys in the booth getting in trouble saying some things 
now that are technically a little insensitive. If you go way back, you can't find shit. And I guarantee people have tried. have tried to find shit on it. You can't because he was just a genuine good dude. A genuine just guy who cared about people. So um, especially going through times of, of segregation and, and, you know, Jackie Robinson coming in, you, wouldn't, you can't pull up any clips of him being a piece of shit. So yeah. I, and going through generations like that, that, that really says something. Yeah. And that, you know, that's the thing is you kind of separate all the stuff of him being a broadcaster because yeah, he was the best. I mean, everyone I think would agree on that, but it's just the man he was, you know, I think that's what hurts the most is like the world lost a great man, not just baseball, not just sports, you know, the world, you know, and a lot of people, a lot of people in the world may not know who Vince Scully even is, but for those of us who did, it's a it's a huge loss that will um, that hole will never be filled. So right, and I think that that goes. I mean, I know we haven't talked anything about him, his announcing career, but he is the un like un unarguable. He he's the goat, greatest yeah, of all time. No one's going to come close. Some people there. That's what I was looking for. Jeez, I know. Um, like people can maybe say Harry Carey, maybe I guess, but no. I don't think anyone actually believes that unless you, maybe you're, you know, like, but Die there's a Cubs lot fan. of negative things I've been saying about Harry Carey too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, the, I mean, one thing that I do just want to mention, especially coming, um, from a non Dodger aspect of his, uh, you know, hearing him broadcast the game is he was like the opposite of a Homer. There was times where if the Dodgers were getting blown out, he's I'll never forget one time, you know, I want to say it's somewhere in the, in the tens, but where the Dodgers were getting blown out. And then I think they, they hit a home run and he was like, Oh, this person hit a home run. Not that it really matters much to this game, but like he had no problem roasting the Dodgers when they were being bad and roasting yeah. any other team when they were, you know, when they're yeah. you know being bad as well so i mean yeah we could talk about the stories and and, and yeah. his way of announcing all day but i think that's I, one I do, thing that needed to be talked about yeah i do want to mention one story because i had never heard it before until um the other night there was a few stories that have you know come up um bob costas just told a really interesting story um about when vin got the presidential medal of freedom which is another crazy thing. I mean, I think that goes to shows, you know, just what a great guy he is. That was an interesting story. But the one that uh, Joe Davis, I don't know if you heard him tell the story about how he found out he got the job or he knew right. he'd got the job and, you know, Vin called him and he didn't answer because he thought maybe it was a reporter trying to leak the story or something. And then he goes and listens to his voicemail and it's like, hey, Joe, this is Vin Scully. I'm sorry I missed you. I guess I start our relationship 0 for 2. Like that right, just right. that just just seems like something he would do and it's just like a a very cute story, I guess. You right. know, a, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, and that just it also I mean that goes more to obviously the kind of guy he was and he wasn't too big for those situations. You know, to talk about the I mean, I think you can't talk about Vince Scully without mentioning his style of just the stories he would tell during the game, which would be not even close to anything to do with baseball, but you would just be so like excited to hear about it. And, oh yeah. Uh, there, if you want to hear never, never like him, if you want to hear the most uh, not baseball story, I would implore all of you to look up uh, Vince Scully, Tory Hunter crack pipe uh, and what? hear him tell that story. Yeah. I'll just tell it right now, I guess. Basically, so it's when Torrey Hunter, I think he was playing. I don't think he was playing for the Angels yet. Maybe he was. Anyway, Torrey Hunter, they're playing at Dodger Stadium. Torrey Hunter comes up to bat, and Vin starts telling a story about how Torrey Hunter's dad became a crack addict, I guess, at some point in his life, and was and borrowed Torrey Hunter's like favorite hoodie favorite jacket and left a crack pipe in there. And then like he went to school and on the way to school the next day, he had a crack pipe in his jacket, like just a weird. And it's also weird because it story. seems like Vin doesn't really understand. Like he was like, yeah, there's a 
crack i i guess you'd call it a crack pipe and i'm just like what the <laughs> fuck? yeah so, i mean you know so that's many a different story i mean the johnny gomes one was funny that just came out i mean that you know all the a lot of them are resurfacing the the mad bum with the the snake with the baby rabbits and it's just yeah he's talking about guys rollerblading and like how they liked rollerblading it's like there's so many so much stuff that like shouldn't if anybody else would try to bring it up in a baseball game it would be like who the fuck wants to hear about yeah, it shut the way the he told fuck it up yeah, yeah the way he told it and the way he did it was just unmatched and it'll then there'll never be another yeah um yeah rest in peace vince scully and it hurts uh you know um last oh. thing i want to say though um and i tweeted about it and uh because I don't, I don't think people knew this unless you heard. I watched an interview with Rick Monday that night that Larry Bear went to the broadcast booths and were telling Rick Monday and Charlie Steiner that the Giants weren't putting anything out on the video board or announcing anything because they didn't know if the Dodger players and coaches in the dugout knew yet, and they didn't want to, you know, affect any sort of competitive balance. Um, Cause I saw there's some people tweeting like, wow, like real classy of the giants not to like put anything up on the board or something. And it's like, that's not it. Like they pulled a very, there's no way, very classy move, you know? And it just right. shows like, you know, throughout this, you know, weird, deep hatred we have, you know, sports are just a game and right. you know, it, it was cool to see the humanity between the two right. teams so i mean you could just yeah. look back on when he retired and the send-off that the giants yeah. he he actually called his last game there there's he has a plaque story. in the press box at oracle right like there's there's absolutely no way that they wouldn't and obviously the next day they did it right and um, yeah you know did it did a huge thing for him um because obviously i mean and that's where they when, when he retired and and they did that huge thing and let him um you know obviously wanted him to do his last game there and have the whole story about how he started off as a Giants fan because the Giants are getting their ass kicked. I think it's only fitting that, you know, the first people, if it wasn't the Dodgers to honor him, it would be the Giants. So there's no way they wouldn't have not honored him. Yeah. Well, uh, again, rest in peace to Vin Scully. And uh, yeah, I I think we're going to, we're going to move on um, Mm -hmm. to some, some baseball Mm -hmm. Uh, Dodgers started the week in Colorado and I think we went over it last week the the first game I can't remember if we were in the middle of the game Dodgers blew the Rockies the fuck out in Colorado which they have not been able to do in quite some time they won 13 nothing uh the bats just came alive going into Saturday or sorry going into Friday Clayton Kershaw takes the loss gives up five runs um you kind of get the thought like, oh, no, here we go again. Sure, we won the first game, but we just don't play well in Denver for whatever reason. They come back the next day. My boy and your favorite, Tony Gonsolin, picks up his 12th win of the season. Future Cy Young Award winner, not this year, but maybe one day. Uh, <laughs> Future pick, Cy Young, one day, I think. Maybe. Probably not. Picks up picks up the W on Sunday. Um yeah, I mean, it, it was a good series. I mean, to be honest, dude, with all the Vin stuff and the Giants stuff and the trade deadline, that seems like three weeks ago. So I don't Doesn't even it? remember that much. Right. Like, I really don't. I remember the first game winning 13 nothing, and that's about it. Um, but, yeah, they win the series. They take three out of four. Uh, that was the most important thing. And then going into Oracle, you know, we'll, we'll get into that um, in just a few moments. Why don't we talk about... <laughs> A series where you were happier, a happier time in Jesse's life. Um, how about no? I, I like you said, it's, it seems so long ago and so far away that I don't think anyone wants to talk about the Cubs series, uh, specifically because of, I mean, they did take three out of four, but that just doesn't seem. Like, I'm not going to break down these games because I'd rather take this time to say if we played this way against shitty teams, like, throughout the season, then we would have a wild card spot right now. Uh, and we would, you know, maybe go in for that second wild card spot. But definitely in the conversation right now, they're six games back. But there's honestly no evidence that they're going to do that. 
I mean, they've had three series against the Diamondbacks this season. They won a series, they lost a series, and got swept by the fucking Diamondbacks. They've lost both series against the fucking Reds. Like, this team is trash, <laughs> and we should just talk about the Dodgers since, you know, uh, like I there I, I don't want to be like oh this is the positives right now because it's just I I would just be lying and being like yeah this is so it was positive we go but when you get swept by the fucking Dodgers and you're six games back of the wild card and you get fucked on the trade deadline which we'll we'll talk about that in a second um yeah you, you don't want to be happy I mean and it's not like a thing of like hey I didn't want to do the re- obviously I was watching the games and writing notes down I deleted all of them I don't give a fuck I'm not gonna <laughs> go down every one of these games. Um, during a time like this. So game one of the fucking Dodgers series. Uh, I mean, we'll just play ping pong on this bitch. Uh, on my side, Webb gets just knocked. And then the Giants oh, made wait, Andrew Heaney hold look on, like so hold on, fucking young. Hold on. Look me in the eye and say it again. Webb what? <laughs> just just say it for me. Right, bend over and turn your back mean like, like a dragon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Logan Webb got fucking lit up like a Christmas tree, baby. It was not a good time. And I guess, yeah, like I said, Giants made Andrew Heaney look like a fu- like he's like the Cy Young, like the fucking man. Um, I mean, Wilmer hits a bomb. That's cool. But I wish he was hitting bombs on another team at this point because at least he'd be able to be in a fucking wild card race. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, you summed it up. He got lit up. It was great. Uh, I think Sam Long got lit up a little bit too, which whatever, your guys' bullpen is trash. Uh, Tuesday was where, the real, too. was where the real excitement started. Uh, Dodgers get out to a 5 nothing lead, and I'm like, okay, cool. Here we go. I even tweeted, the Giants are like so laughably bad because that was when I think you guys had like two errors in the first inning. Or it was right. the second so inning, bad. I think, is when we scored all the runs. Um, and it was yeah. just looking... So Wood got knocked. That's another one. It, another one. Well, I was just going to say, uh, Wood got fucking lit up. And everything was looking good. And then Tyler Anderson started getting lit up. And that was not chill. Yeah. If the Giants do what the Giants do. And that is get close enough in the game to make you like excited. Something's going to happen to get your hopes up. And they always, they've been just... They always just fall short. Okay. So that's Giants baseball in 2022. Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it, it, it pressed me for a little bit. I was like, shit, I should have tweeted because, that. Yeah, this right. is what I get. And then but my that, boy, if you think about it, that's exactly what happened. The first Dodger sweep. So game one, true. it's same thing. They like, they came back from five zero and it was six, five. And then, Get fucking oh. pecker slapped again. So. Oh yeah, and we're we're gonna get into that too because that kind of came up today in the in the game. Um, yeah, Cody Bellinger hits a triple. Barnsey hits a double. Barnes, I think, had three hits. If you're giving up three hits, Austin Barnes, something something's wrong. Something's not good. Uh, so there's sure. that. And then yesterday, so Wednesday, nice little shutty. Game three, and yeah. we haven't even talked about the two on. biggest things with Dodgers baseball this week, and we're about to get into it. But the Dodgers win three nothing. That's all I'm going to say about that for now. And then today, give no, 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 give a little bit of love to my guy Cobb. You're probably the only starter who uh, who had a good game. So give some fucking love to my guy, Alex Cobb, who was solid but got caned. And the the Giants are just. Leaving guys on base, 18 guys on base in game three. I mean, there's bases loaded, nobody out. Who cares? Evan Phillips shuts it down. Like, who? Like, that's the thing. That's always, they're, they're about Evan, to get into the game. Evan Phillips, the Dodgers' best reliever, who I've been saying that all goddamn year. Do you believe me now? No, because I never want to believe in you. So, okay. Fuck yourself. But yeah, fuck Evan, Evan Phillips. Phillips. Dog. Straight two, dog, bro. Two t- I mean, one time was given on a silver fucking platter. And that's in. That was just. No, that was game three. Oh, my. On. I'm sorry. Lewis, like, Lewis Gonzalez, what, like, what are we doing? Like, this is like some shit. Like, you don't know the rules. And someone tells you just to get back. Like, that wasn't even close to being dropped. Like, yeah, why I, the that fuck was, are you that was running bad. there? That was really bad. <laughs> that was the two things I, I yelled yesterday. I was so pissed at that one. And then there was a, a third strike call on, who was it? 
not to end the game because that was, I mean, that 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 one sucked too. But uh, Luis Gonzalez was given a um, a pass on a, a on a third called strike. But I I, I, remember, I forgot who it was. But they weren't calling corners all fucking day. And then all of a sudden they call corner. Uh, it was just, I mean, not like that made a fucking difference because whatever. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm talking in circles. Game four. Game four. Uh, Dodgers get out to an early one nut lead, and then JD Davis hits a home run. And I'm like, J.D. Babe Ruth Davis. Yeah. The greatest trade deadline pickup of all time. Of all J.D. Time. Davis. Juan yeah. Soto. Who? Juan who? Yeah, exactly. Who is that guy? A literal nobody. Um, so, you know, 2-1 game, no big. And then who comes up to the plate? One Mookie Betts crushes a three-run home run. And that's all the Dodgers will need. But then Trey Turner puts a little a little cherry on top, and the Dodgers win five three because Craig Kimbrell. Can sucked. we talk about this 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 Mookie celebration? Um, the fucking I don't know what it is like. Hey yo, the uh, he's jerking it and then splurking it on his face. What are we? What's going on here? What are you talking about? You haven't seen it? Please tell me you haven't seen. It. I the Giants. I mean, we we retweeted it on Twitter. They saw Mookie in the dugout. And him, uh, 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 Hanser Alberto, and I forget who else, but they're doing this motion with each other, just like mm-hmm. this. And then someone throws water in Mookie's face, and he's like this. Hey, I don't hey, give a shit. Hey, we're, the best, we're the best team Pause. in baseball. You think I care? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but... I just wanted to shift because I know we're gonna what we're gonna talk about. And hold on, no, hold on, I, hold on. I, I got to give cu- you. I got a couple things, bro. You don't got. Nothing. You're interrupting you me again, bro. What you're interrupting. <laughs> what can I talk about? The greatest baseball player of all time, James Outman, of course. Are you joking? First of all, comes up has a three hit night. His first career at bat, home run. Cut your hair, hippie. Okay, relax. He's killing it. He's like He's six foot eleven, pump. some ribbies, and we're like, okay, we got one guy up from the farm. Let's just bring another one up. And Miguel Vargas fucking crushes a double in his first at bat, first major league RBI. That would have been a home run in seventeen stadiums, by the way. Not your little fucking Mickey Mouse playpen stadium with your all dumb dimensions. Um, a classic real ball Mickey park Mouse that would have been out. Mickey Mouse Stadium. That's what I just fucking said, isn't what it? What the fuck are you even talking about? You have ears, homeboy? Relax, J.D. Okay? Davis would have had a freaking three-run bump today, too. Then, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he definitely would have. Um, so, but then Miguel Vargas, Miguel Vargas would have had another home run, uh, by the way. Miguel Vargas okay. steals third. The next pitch. The lights aren't okay. too bright for him. Okay. Okay. Billy Billy Hamilton steals bases too. Are we were we talking about that? Who gives a fuck? I'm just saying, bro. The lights are too. This the dude, lights are not too bright. RBIs He's locked in. About stealing a base. Um. This is this is insane. This like I'm, I'm sure the guy probably made a uh, made a a defensive play too. You want to talk about a routine fly ball that he caught? I mean, is that is that what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we're mm-hmm. getting on. That we're, no, we're, we're talking about. Right now? We're talking about James Altman, bro. OPS fourteen hundred, batting average four sixty two. Sick hair. I'm sorry, you're going bald. That's not my problem. It's not James <laughs> Altman's fault that you're going bald. Okay. You don't know that it could be James Altman's fault. This could Altman, be. Could it's be the Altman, pro- bro. Like hitting the ball said. out. You said up. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe he's just the bane of my existence, and he's he's the wrong the, all the things that are wrong in my life. Maybe he's the one who, who gives crack to my dog. That's why she's all wiry all the time. I mean, you guys called up an outfielder and he can like kind of hit the ball. He can at least catch the ball. So that's, that's good enough for you guys. Put some respect on Bryce Johnson's name. Uh, That's actually, I've actually been a a big fan of him for, for a couple of years now. Um, High average guy, but also a very good center fielder. I'm just hoping, you know, cause he's not a power guy, but if he gets on base and can play a sick ass center field, you'd be really valuable. So. Put some respect to my dude's name. Yeah, I think you guys are going to climb out of that 20 and a half games back hole and uh, make a push. <laughs> definitely will not be 20 and a half games back by the end of the year. Uh, actually, probably not. Might be yeah, it's going to be worse. 
All right, let's let's talk about whatever dumb shit you want to talk about about your your boy getting all pressed with Mookie Betts in the on deck circle, not even at bat, just minding his business in the on deck circle. Wasn't it after his big hit he did the Wolf of Wall Street thing? That's the new Dodger thing because yeah, of trade turn after making the- yeah he hit that after a home run. Yeah, so I'm saying that's what he was mad about. I, I'm not yeah, saying but this I'm is not, I don't agree with him. I'm just saying he, he got all pressed when Mookie was in the box in the in the on deck circle okay yeah i i don't know i i i, I honestly can i be can i be honest with you just man to man right now uh-huh. i do no what the fuck he was crying about i i like yeah i don't get it. and not only that but like what are we doing here like is are, are we really gonna like you just got your ass kicked at home and that's what you're gonna get upset about them celebrating you're gonna get butthurt about it like, and I, uh, Trey Turner had, had a, uh, a quote, um, you know, looking on Twitter for, uh, Fabian. Oh, I don't know how to say his last name. So I don't want to ruin it. He writes for the athletic, um, Trey Turner said, I think nothing really surprises me anymore, but at the time of the game and the score of the game and the inning, it didn't really make a lot of sense to do, uh, to, to a lot of us. Um, I think, but I guess that's where they're at. And I guess you can't really say it any better than that. That is where they at, but where they're at, but it's like, what are you, what are we doing here? I, I, I mean, and at first I wasn't sure why Gabe Kapler got ejected and, and, and what the deal is, but, um, Michael Duarte, I don't know if that's how you say his name, really terrible at reading. Um, and if I got his name wrong, I don't give a fuck. Um, but he said that Gabe, uh, Kapler was not happy about, what, uh, about with Harlan Garcia getting all crazy. He was just got on fire when the umpires came over and told him to handle it, which he said he was already doing. And that set him off, which could be uh, another thing of maybe, you know, how Antoine Richardson got upset. And, you know, when he said, handle your, handle your guy. And, you know, maybe he took it the same way. So he was just like, Hey, you don't tell me I'm going to handle my guy, but don't fucking like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's what set him on fire. That's yeah. supposedly what he said. So I thought it doesn't seem, I mean, I, he didn't necessarily that I've seen so far on Twitter. I was trying to look before we started recording, but I don't think he threw anybody under the bus, but, but you can't exactly back that. So I, I understand him saying well, dude, like, yeah, I, I wasn't happy about it, but you know, Harlan Garcia just looks dumb. Right so fucking dumb, dude. What? Remember what the last time doing? he faced off against Mookie Betts? Do we remember? Do I need to bring uh, it up again? Well, <clears throat> no, because there's no real proof that that actually happened because oh, you're yeah, not going to put right. it on TV in front of me right now. So <clears throat> That's right. I mean, but how, do you, that, how do you go after someone so. after striking out one of his teammates and the last time he faced you, he hit a fucking three-run bomb to take the lead and win the game? Right, right. And it, like, it, you, guess, you look like a dum-dum. Right. And here's the thing. If he was like telling it, like yelling at him, talking shit, like, you're not doing this to me, like, come back up, I'm going to strike you out. I would maybe kind of fuck with that because like, hey, you're just talking shit and maybe trying to fire yourself up. I like that. But if you're doing that because you're upset that they were doing the new freaking Wolf of Wall, I, I, gosh, I guess you can just gift me doing this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. But, um, you know, the, the Wolf of Wall Street thing, pounding the head. Like, if that upsets you, I, I just don't know. I, I mean, especially when you're on a team that bunts and steals them on blowout games. You yeah. can't get upset by dudes doing celebrations. You can't celebrations. have it both ways. No, you cannot. So I and the I, other I'm thing was, for it. I thought Kapler got tossed and was pissed because Mookie started taking some steps towards the field. It looked like towards the dugout because Garcia is walking off towards the dugout, and it looks like he makes the like, like bring it on kind of motion. So I thought that's why Kapler got pissed is maybe he thought Mookie should have been tossed for, you know, maybe instigating something. But I mean, it is what it is. You, you lost the game after that. That's a little weird. Like, I don't know. I, I also don't think the umpires really helped us. They just set it on fire. Uh, but the situation should have even started because Harlan Garcia should have just walked back to the fucking dugout when you're about to get swept two times in a row by the same fucking team. So, yeah. I don't see it. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, the the Giants uh, are not looking good, especially mm. since they didn't get any reinforcements at the trade deadline. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I guess we'll just go there. I mean, do, yeah, we'll talk about our teams and then maybe go around the league. Uh, you want to? If you want to start with the Giants, sure. It's just gonna be more of me being pissed off. Exactly. Okay, because I just what are the fuck are we doing here? Uh, that's what the trade deadline was. Because honestly, the first move that happened, JD Davis for Darren Ruff and and some um and some decent prospects. You texted me and you were like, "Ha ha!" But I was like, "Dude." Solid move. I, I, I didn't like say ha ha. I said bye bye rough. But you were kind of ha ha. Like you were, you were JK. Rollins. I think it's a, I you think were, it's a good move. Yeah. You have a, it was a it defensive was a upgrade move. in the outfield and prospects. Exactly. You have a bunch of DH guys. It's a, it's a solid move. Um, you know, then they sell off Matthew Boyd. They get rid of Kirk Sally. Hey, you know what? Kirk Sally and Austin wins. Probably not much of a difference. If you can get something for him. Sure. I'm for it. But fucking pick a side. Like, do something. If you're going to sell, then sell. Sell Rodon, sell Peterson. I would have been fine with it. If you're going to buy, then fucking do something. Like, I don't understand how you can seriously tell the fan base, hey, we believe in this team and we want to, you know, we, we, we want to do something. But you don't fucking add. You see how bad this bullpen is. This last two series, the Giants' bullpen has given up runs. In six out of out of the eight games they played, they need help. They're fucking drowning, dude. I understand that you're not going to go all the way out and get, um, you know, let's say Juan Soto, not alone Juan Soto, but actually um, Brandon Drury got a pretty decent return, a pretty high prospect. If you want to pay that high of a prospect for that right now, I get it. That makes sense. But do something. Add to, like I just don't understand how you cannot add to the bullpen. Give them one more arm. Shit, give them three more arms. Whatever. They don't cost that much. Why isn't Andrew Chafin on the Giants right now? Why isn't Razio Iglesias on the Giants? It's bullshit. It's stupid. You don't know where the fuck this team is going. Um, Losing Kirk Asalboy rough for six minor leaguers and J.D. Davis. I think that's a complete F minus zero credit, whatever, um, on the trade deadline because I think you're also – slapping the fan base in the face saying we believe in this team we're going for it but you don't add any solid player well jay davis is solid but you don't add anything to the needs you don't add anything to the bullpen like that's no but if if you were to be like hey look this season didn't really work out let's we're gonna get rodon get a return for rodon we're gonna get a return for peterson you could have packaged them together and probably got a really solid return I think a lot of guys would be like, okay, that makes sense. It sucks. Let's punt for 2023. It is what it is. But do fucking something to be like, to do nothing and say we believe in this team. No, the fuck you don't because you would have added a bit. I'm talking in circles now. I'm just so angry and so butthurt and upset, um, especially rubbing it in with the four-game sweep. That's a giant That's- trade deadline, and we suck. No, dude. Carlos Rodon said it best. Like, uh, let's go We're try here. and win. We're here. We might as well win. Yeah, that's hey. more inspiring words were never spoken ever. All I'm saying is if that if that if that does happen, and you know, at the parade, the day of the parade, I'll get a tattoo of that. We're here. We might as well win. Giants 2022 champ World Series champions. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Well, we all know that's not going to happen. Um, Dodgers really trade. I wanted to say one thing. The, there's this whole narrative that. If the Giants have a good week, they're back in it. And that's that's what everyone keeps saying. That's what players and Zion Zaidi keep saying. Oh, we just need a good week. In all reality, they're gonna they are gonna have a good week and they're gonna get two and a half games out of the wild card, just enough to get our hopes up, just to go back down to five games. So that's what the Giants do. That's what's gonna happen. God, I love hearing now you be negative. It takes a lot to get <laughs> you negative. That's how far the Giants have fallen off. Um yeah. Speaking of not doing anything at the trade deadline, the Dodgers didn't do anything. Um, in my opinion, Dodgers go out and get Joey Gallo, which whatever. Uh, they trade Clayton Beater to the Yankees. Let me get Trace Thompson now. <laughs> I fucking doubt season. it, bro. Trace Thompson's going to be on this Save roster into the playoffs. He's yeah, going to be on the playoff man. roster. He's going all the way, baby. Um it's not that I like believed Clayton Beater was going to be like great. I mean, he might have been like a back of the rotation kind of guy. I don't know, but I just don't see how Joey Gallo makes us better. 
I don't. I mean, like, I know this is I know this is a buy low, you know, we can try and fix him type shit, but it's like, dude, we needed pitching. And I didn't talk about this in the recap because I was saving it for now as an example. Clayton Kershaw left today's game with lower back soreness or lower back pain, which was what he was out for earlier in the year. So what if Clayton Kershaw doesn't come back? What if Walker Bueller doesn't come back? You have Tony Gonsolin who's thrown, you know, an exorbitant amount of innings in comparison to what he's ever done. And then you're going with Tyler Anderson, Andrew Heaney, and Julio Rios because what if Dustin May doesn't really pan out as far as coming back from Tommy John? I mean, there are a lot of what ifs and this idea that Danny Duffy, because I saw that like, you know, in one of the reports, like Blake Trine and Danny Duffy, Danny Duffy hasn't thrown a fucking baseball in a major league game in how long? Two years? Almost. And like, I think he pitched a little bit in 2021, but like Blake Trine and I think he pitched, he threw the live hitters in Colorado, which is a good sign. And I don't think Gratterall will be out much longer. So like the idea of like, yeah, you know, we're, when we get the guys we want coming back, it's a whole different dynamic. And that's true. But what if they go down again? What if someone in the current rotation like Kershaw went down again? I mean, you could have went and got someone, just an innings eater at the very least, but they didn't do anything. So that that's what gets me is they didn't do anything on the pitching side, and then you go well, and get they got Chris Martin. Who the fuck cares? They got Chris. I'm saying before, before bed base. Yeah, but we I'm we already talked about that. That's what I'm saying is like deadline day when we knew right. like this is the roster we have. They chose to do nothing, and Chris Martin's gonna give up fucking home runs like a motherfucker. Okay possibly so whatever hopefully but dude i mean you didn't go get dude raziel iglesias went to the braves for nothing right and it's like we have craig kimbrell who we just keep doubling down on and i don't understand why look at today gives up hard contact again last night gets himself in a really shitty situation i mean dude in the playoffs there's no tomorrow like we can't keep doing this right and it's right. really frustrating it's frustrating it's yeah frustrating. I, uh, I i understand and for me for part of it, it's like you know i'm reading don't kill myself books you guys are the best fucking team in baseball and yeah you didn't add but whatever who fucking cares you guys bring well, someone up from the minor leagues and you dominate on other teams like right now i'm just i'm just so over that but i understand what you're saying because yeah the the reason that they have you know the 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 good farm system they have why didn't they go get that closer that that lockdown guy you know to to complement with Blake trying to just secure the World Series win I mean yeah they didn't need to do the whole Scherzer Turner deal again or Machado or you know that lineup you can't really I mean what else can you do to add to it besides get one soda you know like there's not really would have really made your lineup that much better right so and that's, i get what you're saying about the bullpen but i mean they didn't need that huge sexy move well, of the course not do. they but, just but they just needed the, the bullpen piece that's the thing is anyone who says they don't want Juan soto is a liar to a degree like so i would have loved one huh you were a liar three weeks ago no well, you didn't let me finish asshole what I, I was really saying is fuck you finishing. I didn't want Juan Soto for the price we would have had to pay. And I right. think Andrew Friedman, you know, just drove the price up and San Diego gave a lot, but dude, San Diego after the deadline has three new semi elite guys. I mean, obviously Juan Soto's elite, but dude, Brandon Drury career year, Josh Bell's doing great. Three brand new guys slotting in their lineup. Yeah. That's not even I mean, talking about Josh Hader. Exactly. And the rotation. I mean, the rotation is good. If those guys are on. Right. And the the reason, the reason why the Josh Hader thing is a little, if you're going for to look at it from your perspective, because for us, I mean, what the fuck would we do with Josh Hader? Well, but like, I mean, I don't think they would even try to go for it because who, I mean, it just wouldn't make sense. But if the Dodgers wanted to go after Josh Hader, they could have matched what the Padres did. 
Why the fuck and not? The pa- and the Padres are DF or the Brewers are DFA and Nelson Lamette. That's another huge thing. What the fuck? And I'm dude? hoping, like, I mean, he's, there's no way he clears waivers. Someone's going to pick him up. I hope the Dodgers pick him up. Why not? Throw oh, him in the God, bullpen. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, His that, arm that might be, be falling off, but let him pitch. I'm not exactly tonight. sure how the waiver wire works throughout the year. I don't know if it's still the same thing where it's based off last year's record that we would be dead last, but um, I don't understand why you can't. I mean, he was dominant when he was healthy. So obviously there's something going on there. Uh, the Giants have been known to pick up injured guys, pay for the rehab and have it. So I don't know. Hopefully well, what's they, crazy is they're willing to pick up that tab and do it again. Milwaukee but. was saying like, we really hope he clears waivers and we can outright him to the minors, but he has over five years of service time. So he, he can elect. Yeah, he can. He has five years of service time, which is crazy, but he can, he can go, he can decline a, a minor league assignment and choose free agency. So yeah, I would do that. Yeah. It'll be interesting. You know, get there's a one no year deal with, Get a one-year deal with a team who is known to put starting pitchers, get them paid. <laughs> I mean, come on, Nelson, what's up? I don't know. I'm just saying. Fuck now it. that there's no last place, who cares? Now that there's no waiver trade deadline, I mean, this is like the next best thing is going to be seeing what happens with the Nelson Lamette because everything else yeah, is over. So. But this will be interesting. But yeah, dude, Padres got way better, and I'm not worried about the division. But the playoffs, no. we could certainly be meeting them in the playoffs. And the yeah. Braves got better. The only team that's like Braves in the race better. that I didn't think really got better was the Cardinals. I mean, yeah, they got Montgomery, but they traded away Harrison Bader. So, Yeah, but Harrison Bader's like hurt. So that, that's another thing, too. I think the Cardinals did get better, but at a very small degree. I think the Brewers got worse. So I... I <laughs> In a way, that's an upgrade too, because I mean, the Brewers' bullpen has already given up two games since the, since the deadline. So, uh, there's a couple of weird things with this deadline. First of all, it was the biggest, one of the biggest deadlines I think we've had in, in a while. I mean, to see Soto actually get traded is insane. And if you're a Padres fan, like, fuck, dude, I'd be ecstatic for the next five years of your team. Um, uh, well, I guess technically just the next three years because you don't know what's going to happen with Soto. I would imagine they're going to try to long term because your farm one soto in your fucking lineup every day i mean you just put all your money and energy into just developing pitching you're going to be fine for a long time but um i i think a lot of weird things happen a lot of contenders trade with contenders which is weird i get the maybe the smith and odorizzi thing was a little okay because it's you know across leagues so you don't play you know you don't you're not competing for the same spots but it was really weird the brewers were trading their strength to the padres who they can easily meet up in the playoffs like it's just really fucking weird that we had trades like that and i think the Yankees did a good job too on, on, on their trade deadline but well dude what about the fucking orioles and they're in it yeah. and they traded lopez and mancini because you know what? They were in the same boat as the Giants, and they are at trade deadline wise. Orioles are smarter than the Giants. They were like, you know what? Listen, let's, what are we going to do? Like, maybe get into a wild card spot. And, you know, maybe, no, which honestly, I feel like they should have kept Trey Mancini. Whoever they get is not going to be worth, you know, leaving Trey Mancini. But you know what? Trading their closer, if they feel like they got a good, solid return for it, fuck it. I would have done the same thing. People were calling for Duvall and they gave us a really solid return. Fucking do it right now. Who cares? Yeah. Well, the thing about Mancini is too, like he could sign back with the Orioles in the off season. That's you know, true. And he probably Which I will, can definitely honestly. see that happen. That's like what Christian Vasquez was saying once he got traded to the Astros and had to walk across the field to his new team. Um, you know, saying he wouldn't mind re-signing with Boston. Um, one more thing about the Padres when, you know, all the Juan Soto stuff is breaking. It's like, fuck, like your initial reaction is fuck like anywhere, but San Diego or San Francisco anywhere, but there, and it really is like, okay, it looks like they're not going to blow it. And then it happens. And then it's like Eric Hosmer included in the deal would have to waive the no trade clause. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, like it's happening. The curse, it's happening. Preller fucked up again. And then, 
he ends up going to Boston and none of it matters. And I mean, the best part is the Padres are playing like $44 million of his contract. So they're, right. I think the Red Sox are paying 4 million bucks this year. And then the Padres <laughs> yeah. are on the hook for 44 million. But I think dude, he still has like three that... years left of his deal too. Like what if, what if in like three years, the Padres and the Red Sox are in the world series and just Eric Hosmer goes off. Well, that's what that everyone's saying. Like Joey Gallo's going to like, wreck the Yankees in the World Series, which would be awesome because, dude, with right. the, those articles, dude, so much has happened this week. It's crazy. The articles right. coming out about Joey Gallo. Dude, that was some of the saddest shit I've ever read. Just not wanting to go outside, not wanting to be in public right. in New York and like a, a week or two before the deadline, just knowing for sure he was gone. Um, Pretty sad stuff. But yeah, I mean, right. back to Hosmer, dude. There was that you know, a minute or two where I was like, they're going to blow it again. The Padres are going to fucking blow it again. And I got so excited. Right. Uh, but good for Hosmer, dude. And, good for him to get out. And I know a lot of people have said how mad Luke Voigt is, but dude, if I was Luke Voigt, I would, sh- and I guess Eric Hosmer owes nothing to Luke Voigt and he didn't make that decision. AJ Preller did. So it's not technically on Eric Hosmer, but at the same time, if I was Luke Voigt, I would take a shit on top of Eric Hosmer's <laughs> car. Like, yeah. I would be so fucking pissed. Like, you're already going out of town anyway, dude. Why the fuck are you just demand a trade inside Washington? Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be bummed. But yeah, dude, I mean, for Hosmer, I would have done the same thing. I'm not going to fucking Washington. Are you joking? Yeah. Come At on. least in Boston, they can for sure. They could easily contend next year. And not only that, you get to play in Fenway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's, there's, you know, there's, it's a there's real a team. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that pretty much wraps up the deadline. Uh, a lot of people giving shit to me. Cause I said, Joey Gallo is not good at baseball. And listen, I hope he proves me wrong. I'm not over here rooting against the guy, but he's a career 200 hitter. Yeah. Like I can't get over that. Like I know it's all about OPS and WRC plus, and I get that, but dude, I, I, I we don't need two Max Muncies. Okay, I don't. I don't really get OPS plus. I understand what it's supposed to be, but how the fuck do you, uh, uh like what? How is an algorithm or, or or whatever gonna, um, adjust for park and like? I, I just I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm a huge believer in that. I get OPS, yes, for sure, but. OPS plus, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. Maybe nerds come, you know, set me right and tell me I'm dumb and, and and make me see the light. But as of right now, I don't fucking see it. But that's a guy that honestly thought that the Giants were maybe going to target. I thought he would go for I a lot so less. And they were, I thought it was going to be guys that were like, hey, we're going to get some low-cost guys and, you know, see what happens. And that would have been 100% fine, you know, because at the end of the day, if you want to try to win, you know, with the sexual wild card, why the fuck not? You're here. You're really close. Might as well just fucking just try to do it. But to do nothing, uh, it's a slap in the face. Farhan fucked up this time. And uh, that's notch on yeah. uh, against his record. Although, I mean, the thing about Gallo, I mean, he's a great defensive outfielder. But he can play first and third, if I'm not mistaken. So I get it from and that honestly, perspective. Who the Dodgers cares love the versatility. Hit, right. If, if he hits 200 but has 40 bombs, which he's done multiple years who the fuck cares like honestly yeah but i don't think he's going to be playing consistently enough that that's what worries me the in most the giants lineup in the giants lineup he would okay like you know the funny thing is is i saw someone tweet about how chris taylor and edwin rios uh were hitting one and two for the triple a team and I was like, I feel like they'd be hitting one and two in the giants lineup <laughs> like <laughs> right now Oh God, it's, it's bad over here. So sad Can't relate. forever. Cannot relate. Um, yeah. Sorry, bro. Uh, shit hey. sucks for you. Um, so what, what, what are the giants got coming up this week? What's uh, their series look like? Not like yeah, it matters. Let's, let's but... wrap this thing up guys. We're going to go to positive town. Okay. Oh. We're going to Oakland. All right. And then we're going <clears> to go to San Diego, and we're gonna beat the shit. No, I honestly, I, I'm not gonna give a record this time because I feel like when I am positive, they get their ass kicked. If I try to overcompensate, they get their ass kicked. So I'm not gonna say anything. They play Oakland for two games, and then the Padres for three games. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, Soda doesn't kill us. And I thought it was I, one thing I should probably mention. 
um, is I'm not sure if you saw what uh, what Logan Webb said on uh, on the Twitter uh, when <laughs> for the Soto thing, the Soto thing, the stepbrothers shift. Yeah, like the 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 stepbrothers laughed the ha 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 when he said that when Soto was like, oh, I feel sorry. Good luck to the pitchers. I love it because I love the shit talk, but like. And maybe it's also a thing of like, you know, one, one, I can't even speak right now. One side, I'm like, dude, you're getting your ass kicked right now. How can you talk shit? But at the same time, that's what Michael Jordan said on, uh, on the last dance. It's easy to talk when you're up, talk when you're tied or talk when you're down. So let's fucking get it. Logan Webb. It's going to happen. Fuck him. No, probably not. Um, back to contenders over here. The Dodgers got four with the Padres. A weird Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday series. Um, it's going to be crazy. Tomorrow's going to be insane. There's the Vin ceremony. It's Soto's first time coming to Dodger Stadium in a Padres uniform. It's going to be rowdy. Um, I think the Dodgers are going to. I think they're going to split. Honestly, um, that lineup, you know, looks a little bit different. It's a little bit better. Right. Um, so we'll see. And not only that, but I I feel like here's the thing: the the, the Dodgers they're not exactly a hundred percent motivated to grind shit out right now. They literally just brought up a couple guys from AAA to play against the Giants. Like, hey, we'll see what couple fuck happens. Future they, rookie of the years, and they fucking just pepper slapped them. So I feel like they're not even like there's no urgency. So there's no reason why they they don't you know. Well, and it. the interesting thing is going to be one. I mean, this wouldn't happen in the Padres series. We're also playing the Twins two games next week. I'm assuming Ryan Pepio is going to be the guy that gets called up to take Kirsch's place because he's going to be on the IL. Um, but then, you know, with Justin Turner, he's going to be on it for a little bit. But Chris Taylor and Edwin Rios might be ready to go soon. And that changes things, especially with Chris Taylor. I mean, you love having a guy like that in the lineup. So I'm saying the Dodgers... They're going to go three and three this week, which is fine. You know, mm-hmm. just got to keep coasting. Um, yeah, we'll see uh, how things go. I'm getting my Freddie Freeman bobblehead on this week, so I'm good, baby. No one fucking cares. Everyone cares. Fucking bobbleheads. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to end it here on a positive note before you uh, go a negative. Positive. Be negative about it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. This episode is brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Definitely or you can is. get candles for 50% off. Just follow them on Instagram and you'll find the promo code there. Mm, follow them on Instagram. Yes. As well as well, follow us on Instagram. Let's make this official. We're on Instagram, Benches Cleared Podcast. On Twitter, Benches Cleared P and TikTok, Benches Cleared. Thank you for listening and make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform as well as YouTube. Uh, well, actually, might as well do both. Do it all. Help us make this a real thing. And we will see you guys. Next week, baby. When the Giants are officially out of it. <laughs> <laughs>